0: You are listening to Unite the Word and Your Life. In this program, you are the ones in control.
1: We will play your music and let you share your experience in life.
0: Uniting people from all over the world.
1: And sharing about how the Word is made flesh in different realities.
0: Let's start.
2: Hello there, Unitas from all around the world. I'm Teresa, I'm here in Spain, and I have a very special guest joining me today. Who do I have joining me? We have...
3: Ren Fernandez from India. Hello, Ren.
2: Woo! That's great, (laughs) Ren. We're so glad to have you joining us today. (laughs) Actually, Ren and I have known each other for a long time because i'm from australia and ren was living in australia and we got to know each other through the community through web and day and, but yes. you knew the community before me ren you knew them since 2010 is that what you're saying
3: um i actually knew them since 2012.
2: 12 yes. ah yes yes years. yes 10 years that's yes. right uh-huh. Ten
3: uh-huh. Years, yeah oh, wow. so it was yeah just uh, um, you know a rainy day uh-huh. and uh, yeah uh my friends invited me to uh this prayer group and uh uh-huh. yeah i i went there and uh, life has been different since then i've uh, yes. got to know god very uh-huh. much so it's been a life-changing uh experience yeah. being part of urban day
2: yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah. here,
3: now god has brought me to this radio uh uh, you know, thing today, so, yeah, I'm uh-huh. just leading, I'm just following
4: where God's leading me.
3: You
2: are, yes. no, so great, Ren, and I think uh, the special thing about the radio is that we can be connected from all around the world, just like you and I, <laughs> we're in different continents, yes. different countries, but we're still able to share and walk, in, walk um, together in the journey of faith. So I think that's something very beautiful, it's like the mystical body of Christ, in technology, <laughs> no, it'd be great. So, Ren, today we're talking about a question that may seem very challenging to answer. It's um, it's a big topic. Um, do you mind telling us what's the question we're asking today?
4: Yeah,
3: today's question is: What is your personal definition of sin at this stage of your life?
2: Uh-huh so we know that we've just started lent we had ash wednesday this past wednesday and we've got a journey of 40 days so i think something special about this time is that they have three days like from wednesday or four days to sunday to really get yourself ready do your stretches before the 40 day (laughs) um journey through the desert uh, of of lent and uh, yeah, like mm, we have different means or different things that we can do during Lent to help us renew our journey of faith. Um, and we'll be talking about those a little bit later in the program the, the prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Um, but I think it's something very beautiful uh, to think about what is sin um, and to see it in a bigger sense of what it really means to be in union with God. Um, so, I guess we'll be listening to what everyone has already shared. Um, and if anyone still would like to share, there's still time. Um, but yeah, let's break this question over, Ren. Um, and maybe we should begin with a song. Do you think so? Yes,
3: yes that okay. would be a good Good, good
2: stuff. Yes. Great. <laughs> so, let's start with the song No Longer Slaves by Jonathan David and Melissa Helser. Okay. Hope you enjoy, guys.
5: You're listening to Radio day Make sure you spread the word. <laughs> Too long.
6: Free, There is no end to what its power can do So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace The prisoner that it really freezes you Forgiveness You're
1: tuned in to unite the word and your life Continuing in 3, 2, 1
2: Okay guys, welcome back there. So that last song was Forgiveness by Matthew West. Uh, it's also a very challenging thing to forgive. And I think it's very beautiful when we're thinking about sin, um, like we know how much it hurts us or how difficult it is to forgive. And then to realize, you know, God has this same desire to forgive us, to live something that's very difficult. Um, and it just, Rather than getting stuck in the, I guess, in the in being blocked or being afraid uh, to see sin just as something we've done wrong, but how humble it it requires us to be to really realize the immense love that God has for us to forgive us, and that it hurts him. And we're not not to think about this in just like a guilt trip sense, um, but to really think, wow. God loves us so much, and I think maybe when we be forgiven, it's sometimes one of the the strongest experiences in our faith, or one of the most, um, you know, uh, mark that what the experience that marks us the most. Do you think the same? Ren, that forgiveness is sometimes hard to receive as well.
3: Yes, I mean, I've uh, like received forgiveness during confession sometimes, and Ah. it is such a. Uh, you know, free free moment. You feel the love from God. You know, yeah. and there are everything is so beautiful. So yeah, yeah I, I totally yeah. relate with you what you're saying.
2: Yeah. Well, Ren, um, to deepen a little bit on today's theme, we had chosen a reading. Do you mind reading it out for us? It, it might help us to understand a little bit more where we're going with when we're asking, "What does sin mean for people? or How are they define yeah. sin?" So it's from yes, John 15, yeah. no?
3: Yeah. Yes, it's from John fifteen, uh-huh. uh, yeah, verses five to six. So, John uh-huh. chapter fifteen, uh-huh. verses five to six.
7: Uh-huh.
3: I am the wine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me, and I in him, will bear much fruit. Because without me you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me will be thrown out like a branch and wither people will gather them and throw them into a fire and they will be burned
2: Uh so yes this experience of being united to the vine of being as a branch and um yeah realizing that there's nothing we can do apart from god like really everything comes from him and if we're disconnected from him, well, it's like we don't have the sap, like the sap that, that runs through a tree and gives it its nourishment. Um, it's like we don't have that life force in us. So yeah, it's just really, it's really this invitation from God to be united with Him. So maybe with this in mind, maybe we should begin with our sharings, Ren. Do you think so?
3: Yes, yes, can't wait to hear them. Yes. Okay, let's
2: go for. It so who will we begin with we have we have soul from rome okay all right let's listen to the
8: at this stage of my life sin is no to love and no to love is no to god because god is love what does it mean no to love is for example when i choose to harbor more the pain caused by the other person and i don't forgive him or her And then I label the person as, be careful with this person, or this person is not good or full of of ego, and I start to spread rumors about him or her. Or when I know I did something wrong, and when I'm unaware, and others would tell me, but I refuse to say sorry. And when I'm only thinking of my own concerns and worries, and I become blind and indifferent to the needs of others. Or when i know something will do harm the other person and i do i don't do anything to prevent or to stop the thing because it's not me who will be affected when i don't do something good towards others so basically sin is not so much you do something big towards the other person but even in the small details sin is no is not to love others it's a decision not to love others because God loves each one.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Saul, for sharing. Yeah, I guess um, what you're really saying is sin is no to love and no to loving. Um, and yeah, I think one thing that you said without using the word is a mission. So sometimes sin isn't so much what we do, but what we don't do. It's like the good we see and we don't do it. And I guess there's various reasons why we do that. There's various reasons why we may judge a person. And I think many times, maybe we're going to hear this later in the program, but you know, it's when we forget who we are and who we are in the eyes of God, and when we forget who is the other in the eyes of God. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot there. Let's continue. Thank you so much, Sol, for sharing with us. Okay, so. Yeah, <laughs> so our next sharing comes from Cherry lynn um, and she is living in the Philippines. I think she shared with us last week as well. So let's have a listen to what she has to say.
9: Hi, I'm Cherylin lynn Sihalop, AKA Malin from Bukidnon Philippines. I was asked to define sin at this stage of my life. In religious context, sin is transgressions against divine law or the will of God. In my own opinion, sin can be subjective. For example, polygamy. For Muslim it is lawful, but for us Christian it's really a no no. And so for me sin is something to do with guilt. Because the devil wants us to feel guilty. And based on my learning about spiritual warfare there were seven devils there were seven devils which represents with the seven capital sins and so sin is something to do with devil's work but if we have clear conscience and deep rooted faith we will not allow to let the devil works over us and committing sin for me is a choice except if we are caught unaware but if we are have that intimate relationship with God we'll never allow sin to govern us just like the gospel of John 15 verses 5 to 6 says that Christ is divine and we are the branches and if we are the follower of Christ we will bear much fruit Because I believe, brothers and sisters, if we are faithful to God, He will always be faithful to us. He will never abandon us. And so, I believe that also sin would lead us closer to God, especially in times of much temptation. We need to hold on to Him and be firm of our faith that God will always reign over the devil. Amen. Uh-huh.
3: Well, thank you so much, Sherilyn, for that that sharing. Yes, it's, 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 that's what it is. Sin is guilt. It makes us feel guilty. And uh, yeah, we have that that choice. And uh, the devil always wants us to feel guilty. And uh, like you shared, right, there are seven devils. And, and, and that's that thing that you shared that we are always uh, tempted but um, if we stick to our faith, then uh, we can always connect back to God, and He will He will bring us back, and He will save us. So, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Thanks, very Geraldine. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Ren, let's listen to Atty Joe. She's also in the Philippines. Oh, so okay, wow, what's she has to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Hello Uniters, this is your Ate Jo from Dubai. My definition of sin at this stage of my life is when I follow my earthly desires like too much social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Netflix. Then sometimes giving in to cravings of eating unhealthy food, even being aware of my illness and also unnecessary expenditures on things which are less important. Others may say that it's the norm nowadays. However, retrospectively, they ate so much of our time and make us lose our focus on what is truly essential in our journey. It can break us from the vine it will hinder us from growing closer to god and will block us to bear fruit as disciples we are now in the season of lent may we able to identify the little sins we ignore and truly do the conscious effort with stronger conviction to change our ways with the help of god may we all grasp at the true vine and be nourished again so we can flourish and bear the fruits expected of us let us ask mother mary to intercede for us in our prayers and guide us to where we should be may we all have the humility to acknowledge that without god we cannot do anything and our life will have no meaning
2: wow that's you had a lot there thank you so much I think what I really take from what what you were saying is that, yeah, many times um, we have many invitations from the world in different ways um, to, I guess, go with our feelings a lot. Um, And that means sometimes that um, we can become easily distracted. It's like sort of just going with what's easy or um, going with what's pleasurable. And it doesn't mean that these things are all bad or... that social media can't be a good thing um, that it won't give us possibilities to connect or to share or give life but there needs to be a limit there needs to be um, a moment where we make a choice and yeah we don't lose focus we can we that we can remain um, aware of what we're living and where we are and who we with and not just like we we're talking about a few weeks ago not just going with the flow um, so yeah thank you so much for that sharing Adi Joe. wow there's a lot there but we have to keep going <laughs> so let's continue now I'm um, going to put now a recording from Anna from the Philippines go to Philippines here we go <laughs> i
0: from Davao City so what is my definition of sin sin for me is the that- Wrong act thoughts we do that sadden the Holy Spirit. Sin can separate us from that peace coming from the Lord. Sin is addictive, that when we do so over again, our own help for ourselves is not enough. We need healer, therapist, a doctor that we can run to to help us in such addiction. In my own stage right now, I wanted to look at sin as a way of my human nature to seek and know the Lord. Because aside from my definitions given, sin can also be a way to make us realize the greatness of our merciful God, His amazing help, His graces to give us a way out. Great saints know how sinner they are. Despite of my sinfulness, there is a God who unconditionally love me. Thank you so much.
3: Thank you so much for that sharing. Mate. um Yeah, sin separates us from God, and very importantly from peace. You know, I I can so much relate with that. I have, I'm so like confused and unhappy when when I'm sinning. But you know, then like how you mentioned, the doctor, the Holy Spirit comes. Uh, when the Holy Spirit comes, then you know we are fulfilled again. And uh, yeah, it's so beautiful the sharings of uh, reminded of the saints. They were sinners as well, and still. Uh, You know, they they are now called Saints. uh, Yeah, very beautiful, sharing. Thank you, thank you.
2: Thanks for that. Wow, very beautiful. Okay, so we go from Anna to Rosa. So, Rosa is also in the Philippines. Woo, go to the Philippines. (laughs) Okay, here's Rosa.
0: Hello, I'm Rosa from the Philippines. For me, the question is, what is your personal definition of sin at this stage of your life? For me, sin is death, spiritual death, that is, being cut off from the source of life, who is Jesus. Because Jesus is life, for he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In John 15:5, I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever remains in me, with me in him, bears much bears fruit in plenty for cut off from me you can do nothing so doing my own will that is the desires of the flesh is cutting off from the source of life being self-centered that is cutting off from the source of life because jesus is other-centered so for me that is sin thank you
2: wow thank you rosa Yeah, I think also, like you're saying, um, it's very visual, you know, with the scripture reading from John 15, like being cut off, like being a branch is cut off. Um, It can seem really strong. Um, But yeah, I think it's very beautiful when we realize as well that God, his will is for us to be happy. His will is not to control us or to turn us into puppets. uh, But really, his will is for our greater happiness. Um, to be re- remain united with Him, to live eternal life with Him. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's a journey, you no, know, in our life, that um, until we can live this fusion of wills, like allowing our will to really be um, become one with God, because God plants His desires in us. But we also, we also need to learn how to channel them. Um, and I think that this is a lifelong journey and learning to remain united to the vine and not thinking that life will be better disconnected from the vine. It's like being connected to Wi-Fi or being connected to the internet. It's like remaining connected to God in that way. Um, and, and when we yeah. have internet connection, well, there's a whole world of possibilities yes. <laughs> available. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, well, let's go for a little song, Bright Wren. Um, Yes, that's good, yeah. We have this song called 40 Days by Matt Mayer, and it's actually about the experience of of Lent. And the gospel this Sunday is when Jesus uh, was tempted in the desert for 40 days. So this song is related to that, but also to our experience of Lent. So hopefully, uh, yeah, this song can help you really deepen in what It means to leave this time. Yeah,
3: very interesting. I haven't heard this song. I'm looking forward to it.
2: It's a good one. I love it. I hope you enjoy it as well, Ren. Okay, let's listen.
6: (laughs) You're listening to Radio Verben
4: (laughs) Day. Enjoy!
8: the word
1: and your life. Continuing in three, two, one.
2: Okay, guys, welcome back. So that was Forty Days by Matt Mayer. So we are going to continue now. We have so many sharings, so many crewmen, and We have to continue <laughs> with the program. So let's begin with Franco. So Franco. A very faithful share. Thank you so much, Franco, for sharing <laughs> with us again today. And here's what he has to say.
10: Hello, everyone. I'm Franco, Mathia and Gumahat. And today's question is, what is your personal definition of sin at this stage of your life? My personal definition of sin is that it separates us from God and it makes us ashamed and guilty to ourselves. And doing we are all sinners even me we are all imperfect beings and we try to get away from sin but in the eyes of God we are perfect that he sent his only son to save us from our sins and to separate us from sin although we cannot avoid sin we can still reduce the times we sin with control and fasting from the things that give us
2: pleasure. Wow, Franco!
3: <laughs> wow, Franco, that was like... Yeah, I was just like, wow! That's, that's really, um, what I can say, a very realistic um, sharing. Uh, I was so touched that, that you know, we are... We are uh, that, that's what sin does. Like you previously shared, it makes us feel guilty. And uh, even me, like how you said, even me, even even me, like, you know, you feel really guilty. But in the eyes of God, we are perfect, you know. And uh, the realistic part was that we cannot avoid sin, but we can control it. And uh, that's what Lent is for right now, you know, that we are fasting, uh, we are praying more. So that way we are avoiding sin. So... Uh, we're trying to avoid sin and trying to control ourselves so yeah thank you very very profound and very deep sharing so very thank you very much very
2: as well <laughs> thank you <laughs> wow. well I have a, a short written message here as well this is from Peeling in Taiwan and she said for her sin is to deliberately, deliberately refuse God and remain far from Him so yes I think sometimes we can do this even unconsciously oh, and I think maybe sometimes we think what we want will actually make us happy, or uh, we can deliberately uh, decide to refuse God for many different reasons. So yeah, let's keep deepening, but thank you, also very, very clear. (laughs) So let's listen now to Emma, uh, the sister of Franco, and here's what she has to say.
7: Hello everyone, this is Emma from the Philippines, and today's reflection question is, What is your personal definition of sin at this stage of your life? John chapter 15 verses 5 to 6. For me, at this teenage stage of my life, my personal definition of sin would be going against God's Ten Commandments. I remember when I was little, when my parents would scold me and negotiate with me whenever I have the tendency to do flawed doings. And now that I have grown into a teenager, and have experienced more in life, although my parents still scold me, I now have the consciousness to understand and realize that what I have done was wrong, and I'm now conscious of my doings. And with that, my personal definition of sin is going against God's commandments, and that I am aware, if ever I have sinned, that I am going against God's commandments, and that I uh, ask for God's guidance in order to move out from that sin and move freshly onward with life. Thank you very much.
3: Wow, thank you. Uh, that was such a beautiful uh, explanation by a teenager. And uh, she says Ten Commandments. Like when, when she goes against the Ten Commandments, it's it's that's when um, she's not doing the will of God, and that's when she goes into sin. And I just love the explanation of when she was small, her parents looked after her, but now she's taking the responsibility. Mm-hmm. That is the thing; is that, that's the biggest thing. Is to when we take responsibility uh, that we can change. It's us. It's not saying that no, no, we don't know what that we are sinning. It's mm-hmm. taking up responsibility. So yeah, that really touched me, and it, it reminds me to take responsibility when when I'm doing something wrong and to ask for forgiveness. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well,
2: Thanks, you. Uh... Okay, let's go to New York now, Ren, <laughs> and we're going to listen. Wow, to I, I'm
3: enjoying this uh, this world tour.
2: <laughs> it's a good world uh, tour. Monday. thank you, guys. <laughs> and we're going to listen to Annie <laughs> Margot.
11: <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Margot Kenyonis from Long Island, New York. What is your definition of sin at this stage of your life? John chapter 15, verse 5 through 6. Probably when I'm astray a little from God, that would be a definition for me right now. So you just have to go right back into Jesus. In verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. In verse 6, if you did not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. As human, sin is always a part of our life. We struggle with this every day. But we also learn how we can be saved from sin through Jesus Christ. God has given us laws to obey and showed us the right way to live our life. Through prayers and by meditating the word of God, the Holy Spirit will guide us to follow God's law. Well, Unite, thank you so much for this kind invitation. I truly appreciate it. God bless you all and bye for now.
2: Well, thank you, Annie Margo. Yeah, as simple as that, It's it's straying from God um and it's it's true as a part of everyday life there's always this like a tension between grace and sin <laughs> like but the beautiful thing is that grace is something given so freely uh, and then we just need to open our hands to receive it and to really believe in it i really think that this is the key really believing um, in god's love really believing in, in his will that it's something good and that he wants something good for us um, I guess a little bit like what Emma was sharing, like our parents want the best for us, but then God invites us to take a step even further, which we will talk about a little bit later, uh, to know um, to take responsibility and to realize we're part of a project with Him. Uh, but yeah, we need the Holy Spirit, we really do. You really do. Thank you so much, Auntie Margo.
3: Thank you,
2: Auntie Margo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go back to the Philippines, Ren. The Philippines and Asia to be very, very <laughs> faithful in this program. <laughs> and let's let's listen to Twinkle. So Twinkle, um, I think is the auntie of Franco, uh, Franco and Emma. Um, and
3: so written written message, isn't
2: it? Yes. Uh huh. Ah, oh, actually, I think she might be over here. So, um, Twinkle. Um, has oh she might actually live in the USA. I have to double check. Her family is between okay. the USA and uh, the Philippines. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Yeah, I think it just went down. Just you, you went nah, yeah, just down. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: Ah, there we go. Sure. ah, do you want to read that ring? There we go.
3: Yes.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
3: Okay. So Twinkle has written, "Hello, Unitas." hope all is doing great despite the chaos around the world this week's word to reflect is about what is sin in this stage of my life sin for me is like obstacles on the road it can cause damage can be hurtful annoying sometimes these obstacles can cause a driver to swerve and flip which can cause more damage or even derail us off the road as a result of. The same with sin, but as long as we are vigilant, mindful, patient and careful and are being able to acknowledge that it was an obstacle, there is always a chance, big chance to be back on the road.
2: Wow, very Twinkle. twinkle. No, very true. I think it's like we were talking about last month, like this being conscious, um, you know, being aware of what we're living, um, because sometimes we can be totally unaware uh, and not realise that we're going off the road.
3: (laughs) No, I I like the, uh, the analogy she's using of the road. You know, being on the road. Uh, and then, you know, going, uh, you know, we, how we have like obstacles on the road, like a speed bump or something like that. Uh-huh. And yes. not losing and not losing hope because of that, that uh, yes. you know, bump or that obstacle, but to come back, uh-huh.
2: you know, so on
3: on the road. Like, I, I like that example. Yes. Yes,
2: And you know what? <laughs> Anima, thank you for listening. She just corrected me and she said that. Um, Twinkle resides in California in the valley. Thank you so much for confirming that, Ani Margo. That's great. Oh, wow, it seems like That's you know yeah. Twinkle, Ani Margo. That's very really cool. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, let's get ready for our spotlight. So let's go for it. News, judge, jokes, culture,
11: people, community.
9: What's new?
4: Here he comes. unite
2: spotlight. Okay, guys. So here we are in our spotlight, and yeah, you did you want to say something, then? <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, what's the uh, what's, what what do what do you want to tell us, uh, Teresa, about the spotlight? What are we going to learn sure. today?
2: okay let's look at it so today I wanted to share with you guys as we're thinking about Lent uh, what what are we called to live during Lent and you probably heard many times that we're called to live prayer, um, almsgiving and fasting or usually it's in in the order of prayer, fasting, um, almsgiving and uh, this is very um, beautiful and it's related very much to the topic that we're talking about today Uh, and I think we can look at prayer, uh, fasting and almsgiving as something that's dynamic and and interconnected. Because it's like a process. Like, mm, really, if we're talking about sin, like a disconnection from God, well, connection with God is prayer. So first, we connect with God. And then fasting, um, is also a process because it's like a part of the process because I think fasting means not eating something or not doing something. So it's like looking at what are we feeding ourselves and choosing to feed ourselves with what is good for us, what is good for our spiritual fa- for our spiritual journey for our faith. Um, to feed ourselves in prayer. So are we feeding ourselves with the Word of God? Are we feeding ourselves, what are we feeding ourselves with? And, uh, and then that leads us on to almsgiving because once we're connected with god again once we're eating and, uh, um, and nourishing ourselves with with god's word and with life again uh, then we are led um, to offer our lives as an offering for others uh, and so yeah i wanted to talk a little bit about this dynamic today you, you think that's good ren
3: yeah you that's, that's really good yes yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay let's keep going
3: Prayer, fasting and almsgiving.
2: Mm. That's the word. So, yeah, so prayer uh, really is this experience of uh, reconnecting with God. And I think really, um, even though I've um, divided these three just now in three, in like three different things, really they're all interdependent and they all ha- happening like at the same time, but they sort of do have this bit of an order. And I re- I think that really the three of them are very much, um, they could be reduced uh, to this, the word fasting, but not always in the sense that we understand it. Because I think um, many times, um, in our journey of prayer, uh, in our journey of, of, of actually living a fasting, or um, a fast can really mean that we means that we have to stop, and we need to recognise um, what am I feeding myself with? Like other uh, people have said mm-hmm. in the program, am yeah. I feeding myself with what social media is just giving me? Am I feeding myself with? what maybe others are telling me am I feeding myself with my own thoughts that aren't always so positive or aren't always so truthful sometimes and then like I think sometimes um, in this process of Lent um, it can be really um, difficult to really admit that we've put ourselves in the centre again, um, that we haven't let God be in the centre, like that we've made ourselves the king of our castle, um, that we've forgotten who God is in our life, um, that we're perhaps looking for approval in many different ways or looking for security <clears throat> in many different ways, and we forget that, that God is wanting to offer that for us. And in the end, yep. I think that many times we are forgetting uh and when we experience ourselves um, in a moment where we're far from God, it's because we're not living our true self. We're not living our true identity. We're not living our true no. identity as children of God. Um, and actually, there's a really beautiful uh, poem that I thought could help us um, in understanding this. Um, there's many adaptions of this poem. It's been said in many different ways, um, but in the end, Uh, I think this version that I found of it is very, very beautiful. And if you like, at the end of the program, I can even put it on the Facebook page. Um, But I'll read read some of it to you. It's very beautiful. So it says, um, it's called Fast From and Feast On. So it says, fast from judging others, feast on the Christ within them. Fast from emphasis on differences, feast on the unity of life. Fast from apparent darkness, feast on the reality of light. Fast from thoughts of illness, feast on the healing power of God. Fast from words that pollute, feast on phrases that purify. Fast from discontent, feast on gratitude. Fast from anger, feast on patience. Fast from worry, Feast on trusting God. Fast from unrelenting pressures. Feast on unceasing prayer. Fast from hostility. Feast on non-resistance. Fast from bitterness. Feast on forgiveness. And there's heaps of them. It just goes on and on. Very beautiful. Um, I'll read a couple more. Like Fast from personal anxiety. Feast on eternal truth. Fast from thoughts that weaken, feast on promises that inspire. It's very, very beautiful um, reminding yes. us yes, that, sure, we're called to fast, but we need to eat as well. So we need to yes. think about where are we eating? <laughs> Are we just eating fast food like the internet, yeah. um, the social network? Yeah. Or are we eating? Are and we and food food eating, food? We're
3: eating we're to nourish ourselves or whether we're, you know, just uh, eating to like, you know, to fulfill gluttony or something like that? So yeah. We, yeah, we need to we need
4: to think about that. Yeah,
3: uh-huh.
2: yeah. eat food that nourishes. Get some good vegetables and fruit in your diet, (laughs) which is equivalent to the word of God, to his truth, to people who speak to us of the truth, people who truly love us and want our good. Uh, So, yeah, that's, I think more or less what i wanted everyone to think about today how's your balanced diet going with the word of god (laughs) how are you going with the experience of taking god's truth in prayer and yeah reflecting on what you're living and later i guess i think almsgiving many times we think it's something that we have to do extra but in the end it's a fruit of our prayer and our fasting because God will do something within our heart um, and invite us to love, to um, to be more conscious of others. It's something very, very personal. God knows what invitation yes. he has for each one of us. So yeah, that's what I wanted to share today, Red.
3: Thank <laughs> you, yeah. hey, thank you very much. I, I, I love the poem, like they're two opposites. Yeah. Everything is like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's so interesting to read it, yeah, and, uh, yeah. and to hear it. Thank, yeah. thank you, Therisa. Yeah
2: actually i found a song that's related to this poem so oh okay yeah let's have a listen to it before we have our final sharings Um, but yeah hope you enjoy it
5: sure you spread the word
2: okay guys so we're coming to the not quite the end but we're coming towards the end of the program so we still have a couple more sharings that we want to share um, so let's go first to Evelyn Evelyn is a missionary she's living um, at the moment in, in Taiwan um, but she's from Malaysia uh, in, I think that's her first time to share uh, So yeah, let's give her a round of applause <laughs> <laughs> There we go So, let's listen to Evelyn
11: Hello, my name is Evelyn I'm a Malaysian missionary now living in Taiwan So, my personal definition of sin at this moment of my life is When you know that there's something that God is inviting you to do that is right to do, yet you choose not to do, then that is sin.
2: As simple as that, it's true. Yes. Sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I think um, sometimes as well, that like we mentioned earlier, um, we are afraid of what God is proposing and we think, ah, how could that be good? <laughs> or we think it's too hard, it's too hard. But that's where we need to keep United to him, keep asking from him, um, keep sharing all with him, keep that keep that connection alive. Okay, let's go to our next sharing. So, our next one is from Cecilia, uh, here in Madrid. So, you're coming to here, you're coming here with me, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to Spain.
3: Um, European trip, huh?
2: <laughs> I hope you don't have too much jet lag. <laughs> here we go, this is Cecilia
12: good morning Gineiders. my definition of sin is everything that puts a distance between us and, and God hence the parable of the vines and the branches we only remain in grace and are fruitful if we are close and united to Christ, loving God and others as he showed us, we, we should. Before I used to feel the guilt and disappointment at myself every time I sinned. But at this stage of my life, I obviously try not to sin, but when I do, I accept it as part of my nature my weakness and my limits knowing that god's god knows me and has created me like that and and it's part of my human nature so i don't lose peace over it i repent fix my mistakes and and confess knowing that god loves me and is waiting for me to come back to him with his arms wide open
0: wow thank you
2: it is very
0: beautiful yeah very beautiful um,
3: yeah it's just that yeah not to be disappointed when we sin and yeah and not to feel too guilty about it but uh, yeah, we, we should trust in God that we have a merciful God and he's ready to fix our mistakes. So yeah, that, that's that, that really touched me and yeah, thanks for the sharing. Thank
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks so much, Cecilia. Okay, let's go now to Sabrina. Sabrina is also living in Taiwan.
9: Hi everyone, I'm Sabrina. Um, Singaporean missionary also living in Taiwan Um, and for me my definition personal definition of sin um, I think for me now is whatever breaks um, to be in relationship with God myself and others the choices I make um, what I live out if what brings me further away from God or what breaks this relationship with God or even with myself, living up my false self and not my truer self, or even in my relationship with others, um, this this or this considers sin for me. Okay, bye.
2: Well, thanks, Sabrina. Yeah, I think this is a really good point, um the false self and the true self, because I think really sin is living our false self. It's really um, not living up to our full identity as children okay and our true self is obviously living our true self, is being our, um, living according to our identity, living according to love. So thank you so much, Sabrina. All right, so we have our final sharing now. So we have a message from Carolina, um, Carolina is from Germany, and she was actually in the studio with us last week. Um, It was her first time to be on the program and to listen to the program, (laughs) Um, so it was really great to have her join. Okay, so we're going to have a listen now. Oh no, I'm going to read the message from Carolina. So she said, We completely depend on fellowship with the Lord to bear fruit. But for me, it is not a sin to have doubts in the search of for God. It is also not a sin if you are already following God and you have doubts. For me, it is only a sin when one does not even try to find the way to God. Wow.
3: Yeah, that's that's really nice, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are so many times in our journey as Christians that we have doubts. And to say that, you know, we don't have doubts and it's just faith, I mean, that's it's really difficult to say that. So, yeah, we definitely have doubts. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's not a sin. And uh, we need to try. We, we, we need to find because... Uh, that's how we are going to reach God. You know, we we need to continue in our faith, but uh, on our road to faith, we can have doubts. That's okay. So yeah, thanks for just like yeah confirming that, and yeah, yeah, that's that's very nice. Thank you.
2: No, well, thank you so much, Carolina. Yeah, there's always space to ask questions, and doubt actually motivates us. I think sometimes to ask questions. Wow, Ren! We've come to the end of the program yes. already. Whoa!
4: <laughs> yeah, Whoa.
3: It's, been so, it's been it's been it's going went so quick. Yeah, you know? yeah,
2: so fast. Whoa! And we yeah. made a whole trip around the world, and uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's So great. So, yeah, yeah. Nah, you
3: get you get different flavors, you know, from the different parts of the world. You, know, you you get a taste. Everyone has their own insight, and the Holy Spirit speaking to them in different ways. And uh, yes. I, I'm so happy to. Be receiving all that sitting here in india so, yeah, yeah thank great. you
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> and yeah like different life stages like we saw from rand who is someone younger a- and emma and then to go to other listeners who aren't as young as them <laughs> to see yeah our journey you know it's a lifelong journey this journey of union with god and yeah Growing uh, in our trust with Him and understanding what it means to be in union with Him, what it means to be connected to this vine. So yeah, um, I want to give a big thanks to you, Rand. Thanks for so much for connecting for us. What time uh, is it been in India? It's Been a
3: pleasure. Wow. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, six thirty over here at the okay. moment. Six thirty p.m.
2: P.m. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thanks so much for joining. Time for dinner soon. Um, it's yes. a good and dinner. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, stay tuned for the program next week, everyone. And um, yeah, I hope that you can really uh, make the most of this time of Lent, really reflecting on what you're feeding yourself, <laughs> um, not just physically, but no, it's, it's definitely in a spiritual sense. And letting God speak his truth to you, allowing yourself to experience him inviting me once again to be connected to him to be connected to the vine all right Ren yeah. well right. any final Thank words?
3: <laughs> final
2: Final. any final words? a big to anyone
3: yeah <laughs> um, just uh, yeah I, I we need to like yeah, concentrate on our, our like close to get close to our faith and, 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 and you know see what what sort of things we are feeding ourselves with mm-hmm. like you know yes. that's what I, I i got from today like the media yeah, yeah, yeah. like what what am i taking inside you know, in, uh-huh. inside me and uh, just to, to to be conscious that you know not to stay in that guilt and that loneliness for a long time because uh-huh. we have a merciful god we have a forgiving god yes. so uh-huh. you know uh, repent and get back to the road I, I like the road analogy like i said and you know if uh-huh. we can go off the road but see them as blockages acknowledge them and uh, come back exactly you know, come back it is like it's always like come back you're, yes, you're exactly. not lost come back uh-huh. so exactly. yeah thank you thank you that was wow.
2: Yeah. thanks <laughs> red says omg he's in india wonderful <laughs> thanks so much <laughs> all right guys well have a good rest of your week a good weekend and we'll be very united and very united in prayer for India and Ru- and uh, Russia especially. Ah, oh, sorry yes, yes. for yes, Russia Ukraine. and
3: uh, Ukraine. Yes, I got
2: India in yes. mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God bless <Yeah>. everyone. <laughs> See, you. Right. See
4: you.
8: You have been listening
1: to our live program, Unite the Word and Your Life. Helping people from all around the world and from all different realities to connect and share about how the Word is being made flesh today.
3: Send us messages and
0: song requests through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and WhatsApp. Make sure you join us every Saturday at 1 p.m. Spanish time. See you again soon. Ciao. Ciao!